0: Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi
1: there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week. We bring you tips, education, uh, updates, and everything relating to your home. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you are looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, your castle, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the Whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I enjoy being your host here every week. I have been here for... Uh, four years and over 200 episodes, bringing you so many great guests locally and out of town as well, which which is what we're doing today. Uh, I have been helping people with their real estate needs here in Greater Victoria since 1991. So for 30 years, I've been uh, helping first-time buyers, investors, retirees, a little bit of everything, and I can help you as well too. So if you're looking for some real estate direction or some advice or want to know about how to proceed to the next step, just reach out to me. I'd be happy to chat with you. You can find my contact information and the rest of our whole home show team members by visiting cfax1070.com. Look under shows and there you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there along with uh, past streaming episodes. And if you are a podcaster, You can find our podcast on iTunes and Google play all 200 and I think it's 218 episodes we're at right now. So much great content. You know, it's been a crazy time out there in the local real estate market. Of course, everyone talks about uh, bidding wars, talk about no inventory prices escalating affordability. The government has been talking about trying to curb the growth of real estate in many ways. They're talking about Uh, this blind bidding process, and there's so much stuff going on out there. But are we in our own isolated bubble? What is Victoria like relative to the rest of the country? We know it's hard to find properties here to buy things. We know prices are high, but what's it like in other parts of the country. Well, we're going to find out today, because I'm bringing you for another one of my trips, and we're going to be visiting some of my friends and colleagues and other marketplaces. We're going to be chatting with Jesse Peters in Winnipeg. Of course, that's the town that I'm always kind of bugging here on the the station. I will apologize to Jesse, I promise you, I I will when I speak with him. Uh, We will then be moving to Edmonton with Chris Gradenis, and then we'll finish up our show today at the Far other end of the country, four hours ahead, with my good friend Thomas Bajoglo. He is in Halifax to talk about what's going on in their marketplaces there. So it's going to be a fantastic episode. Oh my goodness. And for me, it's going to be like old home week because we've not been able to go to conferences and meet each other face-to-face. So what a great way for me to reconnect with some of my friends and bring you some great information about what's going on out there in their respective marketplaces. And I sense that anyone who's thinking of maybe even investing in real estate, you might think about any of those three areas you know, uh, you definitely get a lot more bang for the buck. So it's going to be a a great program. Uh, If you have something that you'd like us to bring up on our program, just reach out to me. You can email tony at primeteam.ca, visit the CFAX 1070 website and look up our contact information or just Google Tony Joe, Tony Joe Prime Real Estate Team. Uh, I'd be happy to uh, air whatever you'd like to share on the air here. Uh, I do want to bring up a little story here. I noticed on one of the posts, many feeds that I am a part of, somebody in a community group this week, and I looked it up today, by the way, and it was gone. So the moderators removed it. Somebody um, was basically saying, hey, why are people being so silly and paying overinflated prices? Just look at all of these vacant homes bought by foreign investors. Uh, let's get those on the market. Well, I'd like to call this fella out. And like I said, unfortunately, the post is gone now. It's been deleted. Um, It was a community site, by the way. It was not a real estate site. It was one of the local communities. And, um, you know, I have mentioned on this program many times before, the growth that we have seen in the past year and a half since the pandemic has been unbelievable. And it has happened without influence by foreign buyers or foreign investments of foreign investors it has proven that the canadian population is fully capable of heating up marketplaces all on their own without outside influence and the thing that i want to put out as well because you know I, I get this a lot especially when i'm doing calling programs on cfax here where people often say well you know my, this vacant property and all this stuff i would like to know where those vacant properties are because you know what every time i call somebody out on tell me where they are tell me where all these vacant properties are they can't identify them gee and i wonder why oh i'm sorry there was one that was identified but as it turned out it was a local owner who was applying for a permit for demolition and building which as you know in municipalities like obay take a very long time so folks just because a property is vacant does not mean that it is owned by a foreign Buyer. It could just as easily be a local buyer. And, you know, I just wanted, I had, I felt the need to bring this up to you today, because it's not the foreign buyers. And sure, perhaps there was an influence back in 2016, 2017. But we've got other things that are really causing the markets to boil right now. It's low interest rates. It is a supply and demand issue. Um, It's related to the fact that there is not enough new building and new construction going on, not just in Victoria here, but in all the marketplaces across the country. Uh, There is so much stuff going on here, but the bottom line is where we live remains a place of high demand where people want to come to. And as long as that exists Unfortunately, folks, it will always be a place that is uh, unfortunately expensive and pricey. We're not going to go on sale. We're not going to end up being Winnipeg prices anytime soon. And even if we did, for some strange reason, I promise you, they would revert back to their market strength in a very short time. Because the minute somebody sees Victoria on sale, everyone's going to pile in and decide they want to be here as well, too. Uh, we're going to have our chat and our visit with our friends across the country. Again, you're going to learn about prices and, you know, you may be surprised. Our average house price here in Victoria, $1.22 million. That's what it is. By the way, there is a tool that I often use regarding our house price index. Uh, it is something that is uh, enables us to compare what a house was worth before to now. And right now, for instance, I'm looking at a two-story Gordon Head home. In March of 2020, if it sold at $900,000, today that value would be $1.169. So that's gone up $270,000. There's tools like that. Uh, reach out to me if you'd like to learn more, but we need to take our break. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070.
1: Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're doing a little trip. Around Canada, because of course, everyone's been talking about how busy the Victoria marketplace is and how how hard it is to find real estate, to find homes and prices going up and, uh, you know, bidding wars and all that kind of stuff. We want to know what's going on across the country because, you know, we don't exist in, um, we're we're not on our own, right? I, I want to speak to some of my friends to see what's going on and our first guest today, good friend of mine from Winnipeg, Manitoba. I would like to welcome, I can't believe I haven't had you on the program yet. It's Jesse Peters from REMAX Executives. Jesse, thanks for coming.
2: What's up, Tony Joe? How you doing, my man?
1: I'm doing great. Listen, our listeners know, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to start by apologizing to you because normally when I comment about you know, how people choose to come to Victoria... I often use Winnipeg as an example of, you know, do you choose to move to the island or do you choose to move to Winnipeg? So I apologize. I've been to Winnipeg. Oh. I know we had our conference there a couple of years uh, back.
2: You know, I graciously hosted you. Yes. All smiles, you sneaky son of a oh, hey yeah. man. I, hey, you know I, what? I in say it out of love, all, pure jest, all honesty. Like, just. hey man, I'd be doing. I I say some of the same things, and yeah. I get it. And uh, you know. Uh, I've started referring to Winnipeg as the island of the prairies. The island so of kind the prairies. Of a little picturesque I mean, view, like we really are. Okay. You know, if if you want to talk about Winnipeg, and and it's funny speaking with colleagues around the globe, you know, where's winnipeg well you know they're like oh you're close to vancouver or victoria or toronto i'm like <laughs> yeah. let me tell you 23 yeah. hours east is toronto 36 hours west is vancouver mm-hmm. well literally the island this this uh, you know don't think of it as a bermuda triangle but you do come in well you're you like smack you're smack dab in the middle of the country more or less right, right in the middle yeah right in the middle
1: got it got it it's, okay it's, lovely it's, places um, lovely places i love the forks i love um uh, uh everything i even experienced portage in maine you know yes. everyone's gonna to go to portage
2: in maine um how long have you been there now you're a lifelong winnipeg now, I, I i am uh what am i third fourth generation winnipegger uh born and raised 42 years old yeah and uh yeah like i i i am the uh, the true winnipegger uh never left yeah Right, got a young family Here now, you nine year old, seven year old. I'm, I'm pot committed, man.
1: <laughs> not, not only that, but you're moving a lot of re- real estate, and that's what we want to talk about. Because you know, the convention was always that, oh, Winnipeg's cheap. Well, I can't help but notice not as cheap as it used to be. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us about uh, what are prices doing? What, what's happened?
2: Yeah, you know what, Tony? A, it was one of those things too where we would always see uh, it, it and right off the hop, let's let's get this straight. Winnipeg is still a very affordable city when you, especially when you put it on on scale for what's happening across the country. Yeah. Okay. Um if you are from winnipeg and you are looking to get into the market uh it is more of a challenge now than it was even a few years so ago. so there's now.
1: still there's still going to be arguments so the people getting in are still going to say oh my
2: god how can you afford a place
1: in winnipeg Correct. okay Correct. got it got Correct. it. right okay right
2: and and so you know pulling up uh, reviewing the numbers and this is something us us realtors you know do daily weekly monthly and, and i appreciate you reach out and be like Hey, what's been happening over the last few years? So, what even caught my attention because I died back, you know, we'll call it pre pandemic. So, like 2018, 2018, and and the stats I'll talk about today, Tony, is is primarily just going to be residential detached homes. Perfect. That is the major mover. I'm not going to talk about condos or townhouses for us in Winnipeg. That's, you know, a residential detached home average size is about 1,200 square feet, uh, three bedrooms, two or three bathrooms. That gets you a you know, a usually a a full basement that matches, you know, relatively similar square footage. Uh, so just kind of laying laying the landscape. So if you can close your eyes and go back to 2018 with me, uh, the average sale price was 328. Okay, 328,000. Right. It. got it. Uh, and and you probably hear the snickers on. Well, right
1: now that's a that's a that's a studio condo, in Victoria, right? right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Average day on market was about a month, 29 days. Okay. Okay. 2019 rolls around. We go from 327 to 333. Oh, pretty flat. Modded. And and you know what? That's always kind of been the thing over the last, you know, six, seven, eight years. Winnipeg has always been the balanced market. Right. And as a realtor who works both sides, you know, helping people and sell, helping go buy. That's a healthy market for everybody. You get some good selection. You get some good negotiations. You know, and at that time, homes were selling for ninety eight percent of asking price. Yeah. Okay, so it. it's good, and that's hasn't always been the case everywhere else around us. That's we took pride in being balanced market. Twenty nineteen, we go to three thirty three. Uh we we get we get COVID twenty twenty. Um, year end, we go from, so again, keep in mind, 333, we've jumped to 352. Ooh. Okay. okay. We jump
1: in that marketplace. We, do, we jump,
2: right. Yeah, yeah. But still, you know, we're 98% of asking price ish. Okay. Average sale market went from, you know, a month down to about three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was kind of the review there. Um, but then we kind of now go into year to date, if yep. you want to go you know we go from from 2020 at at 352,000 year to date. Tony, any guesses yep. here? You got you got a guess? Ooh, uh from 330 to I don't know is right? like
1: 330 330 to 352. Yep. And then okay.
2: 352 to what? What do you think we're at? Uh 440? Ah, uh, uh, Maybe some neighborhoods. Okay. We, we've jumped to citywide and pays yep. the city of nine hundred thousand variety of neighborhoods, right? Three ninety four. Oh, okay, okay. Three ninety four. So from twenty eighteen wow. date, yep. the average home has increased twenty percent, which is a
1: healthy rise. It's which a, it's is a it's, very
2: healthy rise considering yep. twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. We were what? Let's do the quick math here. What's three twenty seven into so right now, if
1: I was to call you up and say we've got a client that wants to buy a house for and has a budget of four hundred thousand, they could actually find something.
2: They could, depending on what area of the city.
1: Oh, got it. All right, and like everywhere else right now, you you're probably at an inventory shortage and a demand kind of situation. So there's multiple offers and bidding wars happening, even in Winnipeg. Right. Yes.
2: Even in even in Winnipeg. Okay. (laughs) That's the thing. (laughs) So like, like, like our average day on market this year went from twenty four days in twenty twenty to thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Right. We like. We are. We, we've got, you know, and I and I want to say, it's, is, is, is it a housing inventory shortage? Because looking at our sales year to year here, number of sales, 2018, 6,800, 2019, 6,900, 2020, 7,500, today towards 6,800. And if we keep on pace with 2020 numbers, we're going to exceed those sales. Yeah. So I honestly don't feel we are in a housing shortage here. Uh-huh. We are in a major buyer increase. So who's who's buying then? Who who are people coming to
1: Winnipeg, or is it just people entering the marketplace?
2: Yeah. So Winnipeg's always been relatively um, open to a lot of immigration. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've had a fair amount of new developments put in the area uh, surrounding uh, four or five new developments that you know 1,000, 2,000 homes spread out. Um, but with now those being kind of limited, we're seeing those numbers increase uh, or, or the resale homes increase in value. I think that's been a bit of a push. But the major thing here that
3: I don't think
2: maybe uh, a market like yours would be overly familiar with is our largest purchasers are our millennials. Ah, okay. The greatest so number young. of people right. are buying remember we'd always go to conventions and be like oh these millennials they're they're just one day and they don't yeah. want to own any homes and
3: yeah well
1: guess what staying in mom and staying in mom and dad's basement yeah, that was always the thing right yeah
2: so, so here's what's happening now though because so the so the average home we we are seeing 28 to 35 major push like all our buyers that we've had are primarily in that age i'd say 80 percent and so those millennials have boomer age parents yeah. and guess what? Boomer age parents is that was the largest generation. They're downsizing. They're saying, Hey, we're moving. You got to get out of the basement. We're going to give you some down payments <laughs> or we're going to help with investors. So it, it's really gotten interesting. Yeah. And the millennials now and the, the, the early thirties millennials, both employed, right. Have, have higher credit and, you know, it's still affordable. Amazing. Right? Well, well, listen. I mean that 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 four
1: hundred average price you're talking about. Just to let you know, here in Victoria, <laughs> that is one point two. So that's wow. the differential, and and yeah, it's expensive here. But I mean, um, it's it's amazing to hear coming from you the fact that people still struggle to get into a marketplace, even which is affordable relative to the rest of the country
2: and and tony you know as well as i do you know what there's there's certain neighborhoods that also have different price values so me to say three three what a 395 no
1: but but it's the same here too it's the same here too because we also got the areas that are the twos and all that kind of stuff right like
2: i'm in like my neighborhoods are 475 to 625 And we, and those homes are getting multiple offers, right? Because those are the second time homeowners.
1: Well, you know, Jesse, I got to say, great having you here. Again, we're doing our cross country thing. I love hearing about what's happening in Winnipeg. And um, uh, again, thank you for accepting my apology for, for using Winnipeg as an example, but I do, I do enjoy it there. You know, I was there twice in the same year and Absolutely. I have to say, yeah. Well, you got to be
2: careful about the prairies because I, I think I know, so, I, I think your children have some prairie blood in them. But this me. is true. This so, is true. So that's, that's the... Uh, Let's be mindful there, but hey, Tony, really appreciate you doing the doing the pit stop here in the peg of the Island of the Prairies. The uh, we of the can Prairie. Always chat real estate, but there there's opportunities everywhere across this amazing country. And uh, passing along uh, happy health and 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 to, to everyone listening. And uh, real estate is an opportunity regardless of the world that we live in. So uh, just just have some have a trusted advisor help guide you through the journey.
1: Fantastic, thanks, Jesse. Jesse's socialsavvyhomes.ca, Jesse Peters' team at REMAX Executives in Winnipeg. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you soon. eh?
2: Stay social, my friend.
1: Yeah, and to the rest of our listeners, just need to take our little break here back in just a moment.
0: Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070.
1: Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Seles, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Bove. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole home show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. As a reminder, too, if you are a podcast listener, you can download any of our 220 some odd episodes over the last four years by going going to iTunes or Google Play. Just look up the whole home show and they're all there. Lots of great content. And if you're looking, by the way, for contact information for our show partners and myself, just visit the cfax1070.com website. Look under shows. You'll find the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there. We'd love to help you. We're having our visit across the country right now. We just got off the line with our friend Jesse Peters in Winnipeg. Uh, We are now visiting Edmonton and surrounding area because we want to know what's going on there. And we are chatting right now with Chris Gradenis. He is with REMAX in uh, the Edmonton area, uh, REMAX Elite. How are you, Chris? I'm doing fantastic today. Yeah. um, So, you know, interesting about what's going on out there in the marketplace, because everyone's got this idea that, oh, the market is crazy, and there's multiple offers and bidding wars everywhere. Tell us
3: about what's going on in Edmonton. Yeah, in Edmonton, we're sitting here watching that happen everywhere else. But (laughs) it's really not happening here. Yeah. Um, So whether it's a combination of COVID, the provincial government, the industry with oil prices being low, we sort of have been watching that, that bubble from afar. That there's certain pockets in certain neighborhoods that there's a bit of that excitement. We had a little bit of that, that a blip, but say it's almost like a, a molehill beside the mountains in other provinces. And it, it's really at this point in the year come back down to where it was before. Interesting.
1: Okay. And um, what are the numbers doing? So, how, how, how are the prices looking?
3: Yeah, so in single family, there's always a difference, single family versus the condos. Single family, year over year, we're up just under 3%. So kind of that typical inflation, 2%-ish, we're up just a little higher than that. Condos, down about 3.5%. In Alberta, condos, still a dirty word. So we, we see definitely slower in the condos, especially the apartment styles are, are very slow. Duplex and row houses, they're down about 1% but it's still a bit more of a popular uh, a popular place to live just for those young people that can not afford to get into those larger houses so there's still movement there but it's definitely slower in the condo areas okay well let's talk prices like
1: what, what to buy a house like what's the average price for a house The uh, yeah average is
3: about 452,000 okay and so now it's that- going to range depending on on the neighborhoods you're going to range from 300 up to 600 300 will be older neighborhood, 1,000 square foot bungalow. 600 will be the 1,800, 2,000 square foot double attached garage kind of a thing. Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, and um, there hasn't been a lot of change for some time, right? So it's been like, is it four years or five years? Things have yeah, been fine. It's of been about out. since
3: 2016 that we've been fairly flat. So somebody that bought in 2016 that's selling now is looking at it in about the same market as they were when they purchased. So this spring, we had a little bit where it went up a few percent, and then it settled back down that few percent. But really, it's been fairly flat for about four and a half, five years, yeah. about as long that oil's been been down a little bit too. Yeah. Good. Well, here's the interesting thing, because I, I think
1: people might kind of read into that saying, oh, Edmonton is dead. There's you know nothing going on. But people like you remain busy. So you're still helping people buy and sell. So there's movement happening. Then the growth Absolutely. just isn't the same
3: right? Yeah, yeah, there's definitely lots of activity. We're starting to see now people from out of the province seek into Edmonton for investment purposes, just because of affordability in in what they, they spend. Our, our salaries are still very good, still at the highest income per capita in the country. So there's still a lot of movement. People, especially during COVID, they've been sort of right-sizing. They want more space in a the yard, they want garden, they want home office. So a lot of that movement through, through COVID has been people adjusting to more work at home, kids at home kind of a lifestyle, but still lots of renters as well too. We still have have people coming into Alberta to work, just the prices haven't exploded the same way they have everywhere else.
1: Yeah. Actually, I wanna, I wanna use it as, a, as an example, this, this property that you and I have been talking about, cause I've sort of been curious, right? Um, and it's this condo in Tofield, right? In Tofield, yeah, about 30 minutes to
3: the east of Edmonton.
1: Okay. Yeah. So tell our listeners about the price of that unit.
3: Uh, we're listed at $110,000 for 1,100 square feet, two bedroom built in 2009. So about 12 years old. So modern in every sense of the, of the, of the, of the term. Okay. Three story walk up and okay. renters are currently paying $1,100 a month in rent. So okay. after condo fees, property taxes, you're cash flowing about $650, $700.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, let's just, let me think about this super quick. So at a purchase for an investor to purchase of 110, you need $22,000 down, which is 20%. Yep. Um, the mortgage, oh, oh my goodness. You your can mortgage would be about
3: 450 a month kind of a thing, right? So,
1: and if so, so you could, you could really, um, modify your amortization. So you get that thing paid off in like 10 years.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If you wanted to accelerate it and, and use your whole cash flow towards your financing, you'd pay it off pretty quick. Yeah. Or you could pay off your mortgage, have your mortgage at the lowest rate, plus still cash flow a few hundred bucks for your twenty-two thousand dollar down. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing.
1: Amazing. Okay, but that you know, and and again, these are opportunities that I think mean, pe- sometimes people forget about because they've been so focused on. Oh my goodness, things are so expensive here, or yeah. so expensive on the island, or lower mainland, or anything. There's other because we've been telling people like the opportunities seem to be in Alberta, that whole Edmonton, Calgary thing, right? Yeah. There's a lot of
3: people coming in this direction, and the nice thing is that you're not looking at into the U S where there's different rules and different tax implications and currencies and stuff for that too. It's all still Canada. Yeah. So you, whatever's going on in Canada is, is, it's secure that way. Right. So And now how about bidding wars? How often you seen multiple offers? This spring we did in certain neighborhoods where working with one client, we went through five or six just because it's in a prime neighborhood, lots of infill going on. The neighborhood next door has been sort of capped out where it's really expensive. And, and this is the next one that it's, Close enough to downtown, close enough to the river valley, but not inundated with infill yet. So certain neighborhoods we're we're still seeing some multiple offers, but really it's, it comes down to the house. If it's priced right, if it's in great condition, there's going to be some demand for it, mm-hmm. but if you're not priced right, or if it needs too much work for what it's priced, it's going to sit. Yeah. There's, yeah, and things, things, do that, sit. there's things that are sitting for, for two months, three months. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, because Jesse in Winnipeg
1: was even just saying, I mean, things there are not sitting around right now, right? Yeah, no, um, here you can look at a house
3: on Friday, sleep on it till Monday, go back on <laughs> Wednesday and make a decision by the next weekend. Oh, what a dream. Yeah. We forget what those days are like. You could even do a building yeah, so, inspection, right? Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, absolutely. Everything has conditions. Even in the multiple offer time, a lot of them still had conditions as well, too, That that's subject to the... To financing at least if, if not inspection as well too.
1: Oh, Chris, you know, uh, we, 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 um, we miss those days because it's a very civilized way of doing real estate. And that's just yeah, not what's happening yeah. here. Right?
3: Even in a busy market, working with buyers, you've got that expectation that you're going to get the house that, that you want. It's not just grab anything out of desperation. Yeah. It's, you can be a little bit picky still.
1: Amazing. Okay, so you, you mentioned investors, people looking at the area for investment. Who who else might be the buyers that are fueling the market? Because again, even though the prices are kind of stable, like your transactional, things are still moving. Edmonton yeah. is far from dead, right?
3: Yeah, and, and in terms of the bank side as well too, prices are still at around that 35-36% of, of, of expected incomes too. So from the bank side, they're, the financing is getting approved by the underwriters. Uh, People that are moving, it's families as they grow are moving up. Uh, Anybody, really government, education, healthcare, for the most part healthcare, depending on the government, they have secure jobs and well-paying jobs. And and so people are coming into into the province in those, those industries that they're fairly secure, that there's not a lot of volatility in those industries and they're buying.
1: Well, because you know, and again, I uh, reflecting with my conversation with Jesse, it would be harder for people to move from Edmonton to Vancouver.
3: It or, would absolutely,
1: yeah. or even to Vancouver Island, like anything on the island here, right? Yeah. Um, so it makes sense to me, you know, finding a finding a, a bigger place in the same market or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, listen, Chris, thanks for joining us today. Oh man, always interesting hearing about differences at the same time, right, yeah. in different places. What's going on? Uh Chris Gardenis. He's at uh, Remax Elite in the Edmonton area. Uh, I'll post his contact information on the CFAX website. Uh, thanks for joining us, Chris.
3: Yeah, no problem. Yeah, if people have questions about investing here from across the country. It's pretty simple. So. Great yeah. opportunity in yeah. Canada, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we need to take a uh, uh, our last break for the day here, folks. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: This is the Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070.
1: Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a visit across the country right now to see what's going on out there in respective marketplaces, because, of course, we all know it's tough here in Victoria right now. No inventory, multiple offers, bidding wars, prices well above list price. You know, what you see as a list price is not necessarily what you end up paying for. it. This is a really strange thing. Is it the same in other areas across the country? We chatted earlier with Jesse Peters out of Winnipeg. And then with uh, Chris Gradenis in Edmonton. And of course, now we're going all the way east, four hours ahead of us right now as we're recording this, to visit my good friend in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Thomas Thomas Pajoglo. Thomas,
0: thanks for coming. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Eddie. It's been a I while. I know you've
1: been on the program before, but it's it's been some time. Um, we, we are basically at the opposite ends of the, the country here. And, and, You know, in many respects, and I've told you this before, I got to get to Halifax. I haven't been this one place I've not been to, and everyone just talks about the beauty and how very similar, you know, Victoria and Halifax are in that respect, right?
0: Absolutely, in many respects. uh, I mean, they're they're cousin cousin port cities, basically. Um, The cities, both of them, are not so large, but still, they have those. Those warmth locations where you don't feel like you're in such a, a grand, big city. See, lots of Mother Nature around, lots of mountains, lots of things to do from a natural point of view. So we're really happy to be here. And I know you're really happy in Victoria, too. So oh, love you, Tony.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> goes both ways. Goes both ways. Now, um, I'm I'm guessing, and I haven't talked to you yet, but from what I read and from what I feel, I'm guessing that the movement that we've seen in Victoria from people from toronto people from the lower mainland vancouver um all towards vancouver island i'm guessing you guys have that same migratory sort of activity going on your way right
0: very much so it's been the since the pandemic say early 2020 uh, we have never seen so many people move to nova scotia from the rest of Canada. Like um, if you take the military out of the equation, which every year we have a lot of military, this year, not not really. Uh, Things have been mostly on pause to a large extent. Uh, But when we look at things, uh, our market has exploded. Um, To give you an example, in 2020, we finished the year as an industry in the greater Halifax area with about a 15% increase in price. And for us, that's considered A lot. Normally, we're a 1% to 4% price increase type of city. Slow and steady, if you will. Mm. Some years, be flat. Uh, To see double digits for us is unheard of. I've been at this for 28 years. I've only seen it once that I can remember. And that was for one year. Now, this year alone, we're hovering just around that 30% increase in prices again. (laughs) 30%. Double what last year was, surprisingly. Oh my goodness. And and that that's really huge. Um, to give you an example, in January of 2020, to put in perspective, just around you know where we felt there was a pandemic coming, but we weren't in the full flip, uh, swing of things, uh, our average price was about three hundred and. Call it 310 three twenty thousand No,
1: we're talking. Right. About, we're talking about for a detached single family, or um,
0: the way we do it, a little different from Rusticana. It's everything: condos, okay, gotcha. detached. Yeah. Okay, okay. But for the most part, you're dealing with ninety percent detached to Got be it. candid, right? Okay. And so we're dealing with about an average price of three twenty. Uh, and now as we sit, it's tight to four hundred and seventy thousand. So that's a hundred and fifty thousand dollar increase, more or less fifty percent during 2020 up until now, call it you know, 19 months or whatever the math works out to be, 20 months, give or take.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. But you know, as we've said a lot before, the thing is the marketplaces like Halifax and Winnipeg for that, for that matter. They, um, they are the ones that we would probably see that kind of growth because it was low to begin with, right? It
0: was low. And, and well said, Tony, and I'll, I'll just brief you on this. We had about four years between 2013 and 2016, we had losses in our price points okay. or we were stable. But there were no increases so what we're really seeing um, is really making up for lost time there were a number of years where we'd only have one or two or three percent so if we respectfully if we go back eight or nine years since 2012 and i use that because that was the announcement of the shipbuilding here with Mm -hmm. irving and that Mm -hmm. if we if we take 2013 and onward and proportion all the gains um we're maybe at 5% a year, give or take a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's not so bad. It just happened all at once in two (laughs) years span.
1: (laughs) Okay. So now uh, inventory level right now, is it hard for people to find things?
0: Very hard. We just had our team meeting and I'll share with you. We have barely over 400 and something properties on the market. We are a city. uh, That's the greater area of just under... Um, half a million, we're somewhere around the 470,000 population. And so to I put that in perspective with only 400 and something listings when normally we would have 1500 to 2000 this time of year. Wow. Well, okay. So
1: Victorians, let's, let's just think about this for a second. Victoria is a smaller population because we're just over 400,000 to Halif- Halifax is 470, right? Yes. So we've got a smaller population You're saying you got 400 and something active listings, right? Yeah, about
0: 400 and something. Yeah.
1: We are low right now, record low right now at about 1,100.
0: Wow! Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. So um, you know, this we would normally have Mm 3,000, 3,000 things to choose from. Um, uh, Your months of inventory must be next to nothing. Like how? Because how many sales do you guys do per month?
0: Well, I'll share with you. Uh, I've got some stats here up until October. uh, The first, uh, to give you an example, last year, 2020, we had 3.5 months of inventory. Right now, as we speak, it is slightly less than half of that at 1.7 months of inventory. Okay. Okay. So we have next to nothing. Average days on the market is under 30 days. And uh, yeah, and and typically around uh, this time of the year right now, as we speak, Around 68 to 70% of all properties that sell sell over asking price.
1: Oh, sorry, what percentage?
0: about 68
1: to 70%. Okay, okay, okay. So
0: call it 70%. Uh we did duck down to the 63 and 64% of property selling over asking price and that was over the last 3-4 weeks. But prior to that in the heart of the summer as well as the spring it was around 75 to 83% selling over asking price. Yeah. So we have become, what we've noticed in our business is we've had to adjust a little bit to help even more so the people coming from out of town. The two biggest provinces that um, that are moving here in terms of people, it's Ontario followed by BC. And it's. stands... BC, We're seeing oh, wow. it. It stands a reason because people are cashing out at a big price. For example, 1.2 million, 1.8 million. And they're coming here and you can take a third of that price and buy a lovely property. Like I said, half a million buys you a really nice home. Seven, 800,000, you got the pick of the litter. You'll even be on the water in some respects. Wow. So when people look at that opportunity to be on ocean frontage at 800 or 700 or 900, hundred thousand and potentially 650 plus that's a lot different than being somewhere in British Columbia where you need to be north of whatever a million and a half or two million or three or four million depending where you're at right
1: well it's really interesting you know because uh, I of course people always talk about weather here at BC and you know granted it's been stormy you know we got the cyclone going on but the rest of the time people are like let's go to Vancouver Island because the weather is great uh, I, I'm I'm going to hazard to guess that the Ontarians go to Halifax. They're used to snow. They're used to the weather, right? They are. They are. And, and then some people will say, well, how about the, why are these British Columbians moving to Halifax? Well, let's not forget that not every British Columbian comes from British Columbia. They maybe had a history in the Prairie provinces or in Atlantic Canada, and they're just going back. So they're used to
0: it too right exactly yeah and we're seeing what we're seeing is a connection uh, to, to share this with you real family connections and friendship connections uh, rejuvenating what I mean by that is a family say in British Columbia will move here somewhere in the Maritimes Nova Scotia or otherwise and they're moving because their parents are still here their uncles are here their cousins are here their close friends are here. Some are coming to retire and some are coming to work, but they're working remotely. And in, in this day and age, people are realizing we don't have to be in downtown Toronto to still hold our, our Toronto job, which is more of an IT job that can be done anywhere. You don't need a downtown Toronto apartment at a million dollars or whatever, whatever price point to conduct remote work. Uh, you can be in Nova Scotia and do that. Wow.
1: Yeah, the price differential is is huge because um, our detached single-family average price now is about 1.2. Wow. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and Vancouver's is probably somewhere around 1.8 or 1.9 right now. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, it really is a compelling argument. Like, mm-hmm. to go... Because um, uh, I've always known that Halifax is about the same size, a little bit bigger... Than, yeah. than Victoria. I'll never forget. I, I had a client who moved, oh my goodness, it was tw- it was probably 20 or 25 years ago now. And mm-hmm. it was a military transfer. He was an officer. And we sold his house here in Esquimalt. And he bought a house in Halifax and a rental condo at the same time. Like the bang for the buck is is, yeah, is it's unquestionable. Amazing.
0: right? Absolutely amazing. People are recognizing it. I'll, I'll say this, Tony, and I know this is going to sound biased, the people that have heard of the Maritimes and who have never been here, the moment they set foot, they are addicted. It is, it's like sugar in your soul. <laughs> End of story. They wonder how they lived without it. Come here in the summertime. You'll never want to go back home. Yeah. Well, I, I need say- to be there
1: for lobster season. I got <laughs> it. I need to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We'll treat you to that. Don't you worry. When you come, you will have a first class visit with us oh, in terms I of hospitality.
1: Know. I will. All, and, and knowing that Lobster Daddy is there. that's all I need to know. Right? <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's amazing, uh, Thomas. So uh, again, the, I, what I'm hearing from you is low inventory demand, a lot of migration from other uh, metropolitan areas, just like we're encountering here. Yes. Um, biggest difference is the price because the Correct. prices are are substantially different than what we experience here. Thomas, thanks for joining us today. It's always great to uh, uh, chat with you. I, I look forward to the day that we can actually give each other a hug because it's been two years now, two years, close to two friend. years, right? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Uh, Thomas was- Thomas Bajoglo, he's over in Halifax, uh at remax he's the lobster daddy and uh, the fellow who knows halifax thanks for joining us thomas
0: thank you so much tony always a pleasure sir
1: and to the rest of our listeners we'll be here for you this time next week